Welcome to Sober Sisters Talk, a podcast on recovery with Elizabeth Pudwell and MG. We bring you our experience, strength, and hope from a variety of sources, therapy, 12-step recovery, and life lessons of long-term sobriety. To contact us, email SoberSistersTalk at gmail.com. You can also find us on Facebook. Just search for Sober Sisters Talk. We're glad you're here. Now here's our next podcast. Also, every Friday night, we have a Zoom meeting that we'd love to invite you to. However, on Friday, November 27th, we will not be meeting. We will resume our meeting on December 4th. So please join us then. If you'd like information on that meeting, email SoberSistersTalk at gmail.com and we'd love to see you there. I want to thank our sponsor today, our one sponsor. If you want to be a sponsor, you can email us at SoberSistersTalk at gmail.com. But our sponsor, Pure Coffee. Oh, if you need a coffee in the morning, go get a fix at Pure Coffee. It's on I-10 at Antoine on the opposite side of Ikea. And go in there and tell them, hey, you know, um, I, I heard about you on Sober Sisters Talk, and they'll give you a little discount. And then you'll be addicted to coffee instead of that asshole you've been following around and texted. So try Pure Coffee. It's so delicious. Hi, everybody. Good afternoon. This is MG. And Elizabeth Pudwell. And we are... Sober Sisters Talk. Welcome. The and the welcome. podcast. Welcome and the podcast. Hello, Elizabeth. <laughs> so I'm back home. Last week when we recorded, I was out of town and I'm back home. And uh, MG and I were having our, you know, pre-recording chat. And um, she wants to talk about warriors, being a warrior. And we, I love it. We are all warriors in this program if you have gone to a meeting, you're a warrior. If you've worked a step, you're a warrior. If you have sponsored someone, you're a warrior. And, you know, we just keep going up the ranks of being these warrior women. Because I was reading I was reading some of my science fiction stuff that I like to read. And they were talking about what it takes to be a warrior. And to be a warrior is someone that trains and goes in for the fight and is able to withstand the pain. I mean, it's difficult. This program is difficult, at least it was for me. And I don't know anybody who came into the uh, program that didn't, you know, that it was like, oh, this is easy, this is cake, I've got it, no worries. And I feel that all of us who go, go into the work and are willing to, for me, it was like just to go down to the DNA level to look at like who I was as a human and rework like everything. And that uh, change and pain qualifies us to be warriors in this program. I think you do. You, you know, we had to be willing, first of all, that takes an incredible amount of self-awareness. And for me, the self-awareness did not really show up. It, it came, it, it like eked in. But to have the total awakening, it was not at step 12. It was like years down the road from step 12 of, you know, really being able to see like, okay, you know, 
it, and it and it comes from years of doing the steps and working a program diligently. And I love what you said about like, you know, you got to be willing to go into attack mode. You know, that's for me. That's what it was. It was like I had to stay diligent, like no letting up, and stay on it, and stay on it, and stay on it. And I find that we do have a lot of people that come in and they get a little bit of relief and then they pull away and they go away and they try <laughs> whatever it is. An easier, live. softer way. There isn't. There wasn't for me anyway. So yeah, I really, um, I really like this concept of like, you know, from the very beginning, it says, you know, the third step, third step is made a decision. So it, you gotta, and, it, and that comes up over and over again for me. I remember um, I, 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 I was struggling. Like I was, I was really struggling. I wanted to text him, I wanted to call him, and I was living in this little apartment. I was alone that day, so Samantha must have been with her dad. And I watched this movie, I watched a rom, the same rom-com over and over six times in a row. I just kept putting play again. I felt so good. It was like a checkout, you know. And but you were in a very slippery place. I was in a very yes. And I called somebody and I explained her all all the stuff that was happening and she said, "It sounds like you need to work a third step. It sounds like you need to make a decision." So I was I was in a very slippery place and she explained to me, you know, she said it sounds like you need to make a decision. And I was like, wow, like it was just so profound to me. Make a decision, you know, that that step is not about turning your your will over to the care of God. The, the third step is make a decision, made a decision and make that decision and then hold to it. And that takes the power in this particular program, in this particular addiction of a warrior of exactly what you're talking about and that strength to defend ourselves you know i mean i feel like those are the tools that we get from the program you know no contact a shield you know it's like calling someone it's like that's something that we can do to like you know rally the troops around us you know get into therapy let's like learning new skills to be a warrior to go out there to be able to set a boundary you know that's that's a part of it. Build your moat, you know? Well, All there's that this stuff. whole saying um, called gather your soldiers, you know? So, and I do this all the time. I'll have a, a, a situation and I will gather my soldiers. I'll call you, call PA, call Sandy, call my friend Di, call my sister. And then I got all my soldiers around me supporting me. Right, right. And as we go into the holidays, listeners... You need to like rally these people around you, keep them very close. If you don't have their numbers programmed into your phone, you don't know who that number is, program them into your phone so that you can call them or text them for support. Because even though we might not be going to see our families right now, that doesn't mean that, you know, the holidays aren't triggers for people. I know they used to be big triggers for me. Yeah, I mean, not seeing your family can be just as triggering if you're like lonely or, you know, if you end up where you don't have anywhere to go or anything to do, that that can be really triggering. And then, I mean, I've multiple times had 
strikingly challenging emotional situations in front of me with my own, with, like with my children. And it really triggered me, made me want to like text him or call him. Like he would never do anything, but it just, it made me feel like that. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, this, this concept of being a warrior, being willing to do the work, you know, became willing. You know, that's a piece of it, too, where we become willing to do the work. And I think that, you know, like you're talking about some of the people that come in and they just do an audit and then they kind of check out and they, you know, and, and I'm not necessarily taking their inventory because this is was my experience is that, you know, I wasn't willing to do what I needed to do until I had to do what I needed to do. So, you know, this idea of being willing, and I wasn't willing until I, I was willing. And when I became willing, you know, a lot of different miracles unfolded for us, uh, for me. But, you know, I, I'll talk about an experience that happened today. I'm wearing this blouse, and, and I don't know if you can see it, but it's a little bit sheer. It's a little sheer. And I had it's a little... It's very Gucci. Huh? It's very poochy. Yeah, it's poochy, but it's but it's. I, I was like, "Ooh, do you have a poochy blouse on?" I have a little poochy blouse on. Beautiful. And uh, but it's a little odd, listener. It's a very uh, poochy is a designer from the sixties, seventies, and but it's a very modern um, neon, bright, big, bold print. Okay. But a little sheer. So we had a new vendor come in to bring a shredding bin. And I knew it was sheer. So when I went, I had to go to the VA this morning to get a lung test. And so I knew it was a little sheer. So I took, I had a wrap. I had like a little, you know, ivory wrap that I put over it because I thought it was a little bit too sheer. Anyway, I go to work and I work with women and a gay man. Nobody cares. But I had a vendor come in to bring a new shredding bin. And girl, he was looking at my chest area. And I was just like, and he, and he, you know, he was doing the paperwork. And then, you know, before he left, I mean, his eyes darted. And I'm like, oh, my God, he is checking out my chest. And I, this is a new vendor. And, I mean, I went through this whole process of figuring out a new vendor. And I'm like, I'm thinking whether or not I want to cancel with them. Because I don't, you know, he's not going to be the guy. He's just the sales rep. But uh, it was like I really noticed it. And, you know, I, I felt like, oh, yeah, I should have had my wrap on, whatever. But, you know, men aren't supposed to be checking you out like that. So, I noticed this guy. And, my, you know, I'm in full alignment. And I'm in my, you know, full-grown adult. My addict was not there. But I felt her little head go, hmm. You know, there, there's someone there. And I was like, this is not going to happen, sister, to my addict. You know, but it was like, uh, that's the vigilance. Like, you know, even though we've, I feel like I've won the war against my sex and love addiction, I still have to have, you know, guards at the gate. I still have to have sentries. I still have to have a little bit of a wall. And uh, a little bit of awareness of my surroundings and, and you know, how I present myself in, into the world. So, that, anyway, I'm it, done. It's a constant vigilance. Yeah. Yeah. That's how warriors are. It's like having that, and that, 
the thing that I see that you did, <clears throat> the heightened awareness, knowing that where you were, that you were, you know, <laughs> your head went up. Knowing that you were, you know, I hate to say this because you didn't say it, but being objectified, it's very triggering for me. It's also um, alluring, you know, to feel objectified like that, you know? Yeah. To know when they're looking. Because listen, I'm, I'm way overweight. You know, I had to buy a bigger bra, so I get it, you know? I mean, it's like, okay, but it was also a threat in a way it's a threat when I have men looking at me like that but it's a threat to your safety yes you know? exactly exactly not not you know in a, for me like what I hear and when I put myself in your position it's a threat to the sobriety and the value system honoring honoring my value system which is what my sobriety is always because what if I'd been attracted to them Right? Like, I wasn't attracted to this, you know, middle-aged pudgy man. But, you know, what if he had been, like, the really handsome GI that I saw at the VA yesterday? You know, I was like, I got in line behind him, and I was like, don't look at him. You can't look at him. You can't. I mean, it's like, oh, my God. He was, like, fine as wine in the summertime. And I just had to, like, don't look at him, don't objectify him, you know, he's not your guy, you know, he's too young, it's not appropriate, blah, blah, blah. Then I was like, why is he at the respiratory clinic? What's his, stop it, stop it. (laughs) So I do want to, like, just jump in here for a minute, because, listener, that does not mean that you come into the program and you don't appreciate the way a guy looks, or that you're not attracted to men anymore, or you don't look. You know, you, this is, this goes back to what I was saying before is having that awareness of your own self, that self-awareness, knowing like, you you know, don't go there, you know, because that is your MO, you know, that's my bottom line stuff. That is your stuff, you know, and it isn't for me, you know, I don't have that issue. In fact, my trouble with objectifying men shows up like, um, I think, oh, he just wants to have sex with me. That's what it looks like for me. And I have to like shut that down because I don't know that. I'm not, you know, I'm not a mind reader. I'd like to think I am, but (laughs) the truth is, is I'm not. I worked with my, one of my qualifiers and then I, you know, would see another qualifier and you had that great experience of working with your qualifier. And so, you know, when you became my sponsor, it was exactly what I needed to hear. And it was sort of like, going back to the warrior theme it's like okay if you've got to work with this guy it's like working with the enemy you got to have your guard up you've got to shields up scotty it's got to be you've got to be extra vigilant and that extra vigilance of having to see someone all the time you know now it doesn't trigger me so much it's just kind of disgust me when i see this my last qualifier i think how could i have gone for that guy come on really And then I think, and it's almost like, you know, and I've used this analogy before, it's like going into a room where you smell like somebody farted. You're just like, oh, man, this is so disgusting. Who farted? You know, and that's the way I feel now. But, um, you know, when when we go back to, like, what what are my bottom lines and what I've had to be vigilant about 
is going to be different for you listeners out there. You got to figure that out because this you is work with a sponsor. Work with a sponsor because this is your program, and I always put the onus back on you know my sponsee if they're struggling I'm like you're going to need to figure it out you've got to figure out a way I you know I can share with you what I what worked for me but you know I don't have a husband I don't have kids I don't have grandkids I can't help you figure out that's you know intricacies of that that moment so you know we all have to take you how you navigate through that you know I wanted to say really quick that you my experience in taking the warrior attitude into working this program is that you have to um you gotta you gotta have that ultimate that big huge willingness and you gotta do shit that the sponsor says to do that doesn't sound like i remember somebody told me um you uh you should move you should quit your job i didn't feel like i could quit my job and there's a whole bunch of reasons behind that but um, I didn't move. I did. Yeah. And I, and I moved because of him, because he knew where I lived. Yeah. And I also, I had a, another sponsee. I remember we were on, we'd worked together for a long time. And um, we were on like probably nine, eight or nine or somewhere in there. And her qualifier reached out to her. And I was like, um, you got to tell him, you got to tell your ex-husband or your, they were separated at the time. And she went gray. I mean, the color of her face, it was just, she was like, are you sure? And I was like, I want you to trust me here and just do it. And I knew enough about their relationship where the the ex-husband was going to receive it. And if she didn't tell him, she had no chance of reconciliation with this man ever. And she came back the next week and I was like, well, and she goes, well, what? did you tell Michael? And she was like, oh yeah, he was fine with it. And I was like, (laughs) you know, but I was like, see, and it just, it, it built a trust with her and I, but more importantly, it built a trust with her and her ex-husband and they did end up reconciling and they are together still to this day. Well, and that's a little bit of where it comes into the pain. Like to be a warrior and to be willing to go out and to battle means, you know, putting yourself in harm's way, if you will. But the truth is, is that if you follow, if you, if you, you know, have women around you and you have a sponsor, you're not going to go into that fight alone. You're right. not going to, you know, and, and, and that was the thing that, you know, I've been so in behind you. Right, right. And I'd been so independent when I was growing up, and that was a piece of the program that it was a gift I didn't know that I needed. But to have all these, you know, loving women surround me and give me good counsel, you know, that I didn't want to take and I didn't want to hear, but it was exactly what I needed. You know, that was like, I, I didn't even realize. And, you know, you and Esther Lee and you know, so many other women in this program are just like, you know, part of my core group, like you were talking about. It's trust. You know, you have to trust the program. You have to trust the process. You have to trust someone else because, girl, you're not sitting here listening to this because you're at your finest moment, you know? And MG and I know that because we've both been in that moment. And I just encourage you, find somebody that you can work with 
you know, get, if you're listening to this, you can um, email us and we'll add you to our, our we have a great um, WhatsApp text group. There's so much fucking sobriety in there and help and support and encouragement. I was like, I told this girl today, I was like, you just go in there and text them, you know, tell them what's going on. Ask for support, ask for feedback. They'll give it. Absolutely. It's an army. It's an army out there. And when I was washed up on the rocky shores of, you know, SLAA, (laughs) cold, rainy night, you know, (laughs) I looked up on the hill and there was a little cave, a little fire going. I was like, yeah. And they said, come on up, get out of the rain. Yep. You know, so uh, be strong, be valiant, have a warrior's heart listener. There is hope out there. Elizabeth and I are retired generals. You know, we've, you know, fought the fought, fought, uh, good fight. We fought the good fight and, you know, we're happy, joyous and free today. So it's definitely worth strategists. You know, we will help you uh, strategize and work your way through it. The whole, the podcast will, you know, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, listeners until next time. Love you. Thank you. Bye. So if you want to get in touch with us, please send us an email at SoberSistersTalk at gmail.com. Or you can check out our other episodes at www.SoberSistersTalk.com. And we're also on Facebook. We have a Facebook page and there we have them all lined up. You can see them. You can get a little description. You can share it. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. Bye.